What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is January 25th, 2025. Uh, just about feels like it. Um, Pete's holding up four. It's like it's the fourth quarter. Um, the rigs have been... The rigs... The showbiz? Not everyone's meant for the showbiz. And I think we're learning this the the hard the harder way um you know it's hard you know we're we're not full-time podcasters um but we are back today um pre-show meeting was a disaster um so we're just gonna see how this episode goes we're gonna build the plane as we fly it but i'm gonna take some time and welcome my wonderful two co-hosts to the show dean pete how are we doing how are we doing pete i'm great i'm great i couldn't be better i i'm fired up yeah, I uh, Rick's on my nerves already. We just got on. He's already on my nerves. So I haven't even said anything. I'm ready. I'm ready for baseball season, Rick. That's what I'm ready for. Yeah, great start to the show. Every time we have a pre-show meeting, we come in with the intent of the pre-show meeting, planning everything out, and nothing gets planned. Nothing. It gets. It gets more. It gets unplanned. It's like a disservice. God. That's why we'll probably never make it big. We have meetings. No, we're like chefs. Having it's meetings. Like you can have a constructed meal, or they all think a deconstructed meal is more presentable when they're on the Food Network. So we're just a deconstructed podcast. Yeah, we're a lot of things. Um, but we're, we're not gonna... a chef. We did confirm that this week. Rick is not a chef. Uh, I'm more. Yeah, I, I mean, I can. I I need someone to prepare. Once I have everything prepared, I'm good. But we're not here to talk about cooking today. We're here to talk about sports. Are you guys ready? Are we in? Hands in. Hands in. Come on. We're gonna have One, have a good... three. Rigs. Rigs. Yeah, let's, let's have a good let's have a good pad. A lot to get to. Wrapping up divisional playoffs. Um it feels so long ago. I feel like I've watched so much. Um is there a, I, I don't know. We got <clears throat> I would have loved to see the Bills win. I would love to see the Bills win. Um other than that, kind of, you know, this or that games. Um Boys, what did you think? Uh, I'd rather more look towards the conference championship this weekend, but anything to wrap up for divisionals? I think uh, the Texans are a force to be reckoned with in the future, although they good. didn't show up in the second half. But I think they showed us they could hang, and they're just going to keep getting better. I think the Packers are also a force to be reckoned with. That team, yep. they're the luckiest fans in the world. Going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, not saying Jordan Love's going to be either of those guys, but off to a pretty good start in year one, I would say. Um, yeah, man. I mean, there's some good storylines, right? Like the Lions, that playing with their heads on fire, and that stadium sounded so. Very rarely am I like, I want to be at this game because I think watching TV is a million times better. I would have liked to be in Detroit for that game. That city was on fire. That was like a college game. Speaking Rick. of fire, I yeah. think the Bills coach needs to be fired. Damn, dude, we're calling for people's jobs when we're five yeah. minutes in? Five minutes it? in. We, are, we yeah. don't even talk about the Bills. You said God. you said the Bills. We said you wish the Bills won. Like a, two minutes ago, I was talking about the Lions. I know, but you said fired and it reminded me that. Yeah. McDermott's got to go. All right, sorry, Dean. He's got Go spaghetti ahead. brains. Yeah. But you know, I was gonna say, Rick, when you mentioned the college atmosphere, I was like, this is right up Rick's alley. Yes, hearing that crowd in Detroit. Like, oh my it gosh, was insane! Like those games it's... where you can feel the intensity on TV. I'm like, yeah. that is yeah. the shit I like. 
dude, dude. it was it was legitimately loud and i'll say this this might be just a small brain take i don't think it is but the coaches that connect with the city like they have like they have success like how many coaches really connect and it goes for college too that just connect with their city right it has not happened very many times i got um, opinion on this i don't think that's easy to do in certain cities i agree i agree it's it, like it, it doesn't happen very often no the only there's actually a lot of places to do it but these cities that have multiple teams it's impossible like a new york is a perfect example not everyone in the city is going to be a jets or a giants fan you're going to have half the city hate you half the city love you if you're in Detroit, or if you're in Philadelphia, where it's like there's four sports teams, there are three sports teams, whatever the city has, Denver, it's like everyone's all in. You can connect with the city with the right coach. You can't do that in every city, though. These cities that have multiple teams, like California teams, the New York teams. So I don't I think don't, I know a single New York coach that the city likes at all. I, think they, <laughs> I was going to say. The it, approval rating's got to be like damn near zero. Oh yeah, we suck at everything. So it's a coach's fault, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying it's hard to build culture in in, in the in certain areas. I think a place yeah, like but Detroit, the, the fans got, love him because they got that's their team, man, and they've been bad for so long. I I would love them too if I was a Detroit fan. You could just you just built what you just said into the Jets and like, Different. I mean, you, it's no, it's really not. But Dan Campbell, dude, exemplifies blue collar, lunch pail guy. Um, there's a few other guys, um, that I, again, it doesn't happen a lot. Pete. It, it's just because Boston or New York, like it, it doesn't always happen. Um, Belichick exemplified Boston. That's why he were, you know, but the more you can bond with the city, like, I think it, it just breeds, um, it just Job breeds security. job security success. I think honestly, Sirianni, they, they turned on him real fast, but he had that <laughs> Philly scumbag last year. And like they, 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 they can say what they want, but they loved that guy last year. Um, now, now not he's, exactly job security, though. Not yeah, Sirianni proves it's not really um, job security. But uh, I'm blanking on these other coaches, but um, I should have wrote them out. But they're 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 just you bond with the city, and and they'll love you forever. But you have to have a piece of that city in you. Mike McCarthy doesn't bond with Dallas. Yeah, that's where my no, head is it, going. There's, there's very, there's very. Look at the successful coach, like Coach O, um, Baton Rouge. Yeah, great example. Pete won a natty. Nick Saban, you know. How do you bond with the Alabama fan base? Do you want to bond with the, with yeah, the Alabama? I don't think fan base? Bama, I don't think Saban's from Bama, though, is he? No, no you don't necessarily like have to be from there. I think you just that's like, true. Yeah. Exemplify what the city. Like Sirianni's a scumbag, but they stopped, you know, they stopped winning. It's not as cool anymore. But last year he was like, he was a, he was part of the fans and they loved him. It was, it was a match me. But again, they can turn as fast. It's, it's not a guaranteed thing, but anyway, that was just like a side, a side note that I had, but uh, all right, looking forward to like the conference championships or Pete, did you, did you have something else? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I think I'm. He said McDermott needs to be fired. Yeah, McDermott yeah. needs to be fired. The Chiefs. I want to make sure he got that out. I think Pat. I think we got to like. Not that we haven't said this before, but Pat Mahomes is. I mean, he might be one of the. Uh, here, here he is one of the best quarterbacks ever played the game. The guy just puts the team on his back. Like he is 
they've looked mediocre all year. All year. They won a lot of games, but they were mediocre. Not There was very few games where they looked great, and he just knows when to turn it on. Like he, that guy is just a winner. It just is, it's in his blood, man. It is like so insane yes. to watch. I feel bad for Josh Allen. He's in my division. I, I do not like the Bills. Hey, I would love Josh Allen as my quarterback, but man, oh man, like that guy just every year is losing to Burrow or Mahomes, and that guy can't catch a break, man. He played good. He really did. He really did. He and, played. He played better in Mahomes. Yeah, but man, like the Chiefs just they just get it. They just. Yeah. Six straight AFC Championship games. I think this. No one's talking about this, but Andy Reid, when he was at the Eagles, went to. I think it was five yeah. straight NFC yeah. Championship games and yeah. lost in the one Super Bowl to the Pats. Now he's to have to have two streaks. I know it's not like you know winning Super Bowls and all those streaks, but to have two streaks like that, where you're it's literally in AFC and NFC Championship for five plus years, is is wild. It's crazy. He's been to eleven conference championships and only has two Super Bowls. Yeah, that may be than, that'd be well. Well, he's only been to three Super Bowls, so he right, lost a lot of those conference championships. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Is like he, but, yeah. He, I said, thought he made it to the Super Bowl once with the Eagles, and they lost to the Pats. Yeah, he just said okay, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he he won in Philly, and then he's been with the three with the Chiefs, and they three won. three with the Chiefs. Yeah, so I would say this to you, that point about Mahomes is that he's just truly that level of player to where his team will always have a chance because he is that good. He knows he just he makes the big plays when they need to be made and Allen will put up these insane stats over the course of a season but like when push comes to shove, one game playoff, it's like and you have to just count on guys executing. Mahomes has proven time and time again that he does that and Allen's a great player and even guys like Burrow, great players in their own right, but man, Mahomes just building up this reputation that like big game, he makes the plays when they matter. And that was just dissection. I'm not sure Allen is ever going to beat Mahomes. Like they always wanted to get him in Buffalo and they got him in Buffalo and they lost again. And it really shouldn't have even been as close as it was. Right. They, had the fumble, they had the fumble out of the end zone. Otherwise, this is a two score yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I hate to say this because I'm not a huge fan of Mahomes and his personality and like how he complains to the refs as much as he does, but he just feels like the smartest guy in the field when he's out there. Like the time management is just so on point, and it's probably uh having Andy Reid in your in your in your ear helps, I'm sure. But man, they just are so dialed. Like you said, Dean, they make the plays when they need to be made. The, the clock management's on point. Like they don't make a lot of mistakes. I think, which is just. What team is I said this I said this earlier in the season. Who does this remind you of? Is anyway. who does it remind you of? Yeah, the Yankees in the early two thousands. No, no, no. Pete have come on. I'd say more the, email Eddie. It's Colton, yeah, it's in cats from the from the two thousands. Yeah, it, it's it just it not does. a flashy season. They they drop a few, but dude, when the chips are in the middle, right? When they're pushed to the middle in the felt, the smartest guy in the field. Was Brady and Mahomes, and um, the smartest coaches were were Belichick and R. Andy Reid. Um, I think we forget that there was like a eight to ten year hiatus. Yeah, there was. Yeah, the past not going to a Super Bowl. So I'm interested to see if there is. Well, we went to Super Bowls, we just lost. But, yeah, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. They didn't. They yeah. couldn't. Couldn't win the big game. So there I was think, like ten years. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the the Chiefs are in that like early stage of the Pats dynasty, that early two thousand stage right now. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if they can maintain this for the next five years, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, once you got once you get to the conference championship, you have to win. Like you got to you got to get a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about these games. Let's start with Chiefs Ravens. Um. I mean, it's, it's going to be a great game. Chiefs offense versus the Ravens defense. I I'm on I the Ravens I, they're just like the most un they're just the most boring team ever like I I'm genuinely rooting for the Chiefs Lenny if you're listening I hope Mahomes shoves it down your throat respectfully uh, I hope Taylor's dancing in the suite uh, Jason's dancing in the suite doing the Ray Lewis because um, I don't I don't I cannot watch the Super Bowl with the Baltimore in it, it it's just it's the it's gonna be boring. They bring nothing to the table. They're a good team. They're a very good team. I don't, this is really nothing to do with football, but they have no. They don't have anything for me to spice. chew on. They have. They have they no. Spice. They, have, they have no spice. Lamar Jackson's going to the MVP, and everyone's gonna forget like an hour later. They're a good team. They're good. They're a good team. No. Hey, we, we shout out Lenny. Anymore. Shout out Lenny. Lenny doesn't listen. Oh, he, he listens to every episode. Does he? And and also he's gonna be boots on the ground in Baltimore this weekend. Is he? Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Okay. All right, Lenny. Uh, it's a great team. It's a really good team. They they should win this game. But honestly, guys, I am so um, woke, if you want to call it W word, that the they want the NFL wants the, the Chiefs so bad in the Super Bowl because of Taylor Swift. Like that, anything could anything could happen this weekend. I think all four of these teams can win this weekend. I don't think there's. Even a lot. I know the Lions spread is big, but like I think they could certainly knock off the Niners. And I think if you count the Chiefs out, you're crazy, right? Like I do think the oh, Ravens, are, yeah. Ravens no, are a better team this year, hundred percent, for sure, all around. From probably just outside of the running back position, I would take the Ravens in every the other. Defense aspect. is nasty, man. Defense, receivers, coaching. Eh, I guess not quarterback, but you know what I mean. The Ravens are great all around, and they should win this game if. They both play to their max potential. The Ravens should win this game. But do you guys do you guys get what I'm saying about the Ravens? Am I missing something? It's no. a it's a boring team. They blew out the Texans, and I barely remember any nobody knows plays from them. Yeah, like it's like, they're just that methodical. Like just, Lamar this year doesn't have as many highlight plays. Like he's, he's gonna win the MVP harder, exactly. But yet he's playing smarter in terms of playing winning football, but. You don't see like the highlights from them anymore. It's like you try to name his body on Like I don't, you barely know any of the guys on their team. I mean, I guess Andrews is coming back this weekend, but you they forget have so Odell. many names. They have Odell, they have Patrick Queen, they have Roquan Smith, uh, Zay Flowers. I think, or I always get some mixed up. Yeah, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Yeah. Zay Flowers, Odell. Um, they got a lot of Hollywood. No, Hollywood got traded. Um. They got a lot of good players, man. They do. Gus Edwards. Gus the bus. Gus bus. J.K. Dobbins. Hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, man. They got, they got, like, they're stacked. But, dude, nobody, no, no, I mean, nobody wants to see the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Nobody. Outside of Baltimore. No, no, you don't. You're, that's yeah. a, you, you would much rather see Chiefs versus Lions, Chiefs versus Niners, Rather than Ravens versus Ravens versus Lions, dude. Seriously, dude, I'm, I'm kind of over the Chiefs. I'm kind of over the Chiefs. No, dude, they put asses in the seats, Pete. 
They that's, put asses that's my, in the Not seats. my ass, though. Not my ass. Yeah, they're going to put your ass in the seat. I'm a purist, man. I like the Ravens style football. Hard nose, baby. I, again, their style of football is good. Like, they're the best, probably the best team remaining. But that doesn't mean I want to watch them. Yeah. It's effective yeah. in winning games, not yeah. good for the viewer. Yeah. I mean, this might just be the year of the hardballs, though, man. I mean, yeah, it could be, man. Yeah, it could be. Um, any other thoughts? Let's we talk, like? Do we, let's talk. Let's talk Lions Niners a little bit. Hold on, real fast. Do we like Jason Kelsey? Well, how would you feel if he was on the Jets? Pete? Oh, first off, he's a Hall of Fame center. I <laughs> literally, you could look at his, you could look at his stats, and his. We're not, we, we know. No, 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 I had this. I, I, I had, we I don't need to get all holy here. No, I had this conversation with the Philly guys in our chat oh, the geez. other day. Philly guys, I'm like, you guys glorify this guy like he was a 10-time Super Bowl winning quarterback for you guys and mm. he literally is the exact same career as Kevin Moai, Nick Mangold, like great Hall of Fame centers, Jeff Saturday. We did not make these guys out to be like these superstars and I think all I was trying to get out with them was like, hey, he's had a very great career. Okay. All power I see where you're he's, going. he's your yeah. guy. Without Travis Kelsey, He's a nobody. He's a nobody. Nobody knows him outside of Philadelphia. Without you're 100. And nobody really knowed him outside of like two years ago. And he's been there 13 years. I know. Right. I had no idea who he was until Travis Kelsey became the stud he was. A yeah, yeah. Travis Kelsey, the the he got the documentary. He's a cool guy. No, he's cool. I love him. I wish he was. He's a, he's he's a nobody. He's he's yeah. right on the coattails. Hey, 100. Yeah. Let's give Pete some credit for getting in the mud in a group chat about Hall of Fame centers. Yeah, Pete. Right. Did you? Would they say they back? I'm off? an offensive line guy. I got some agreement. I got some agreement. Like, would yeah. he? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's amazing. I'm like, but guys, would he be? Yeah. All I was asking was, would he be as famous yeah. as he was without his brother? And Dude. I think a lot of people said, yeah, probably not. And was in Philly, he would just like I looked at Nick Mangold my whole childhood, and Kevin Mawai is like he's the cornerstone of our offensive line. Like yeah, they're great, the but outside of, outside of the yeah. Jets fans, like no one really knew who they were. You know. Do you think him doing that last week and just stuck, like, just really turned the knife into Philly? Like, he's so happy and having fun. Philly's <laughs> just miserable. I mean, it's I just like, I don't love, like, he's wearing other teams' hats. I, it, it, I know it's that's it's what brother. I said. If he's on your team, like, I don't, and I think he's retiring, right? So, like, sure. But go there, we'll just wear a black hat. Why well, you got to wear Chiefs colors? They just beat you in the Super Bowl last year. It's his, I get your like support his, his brother. His brother? I, I, know, I, I get both sides, Pete. I, yeah. It doesn't I'm, really bother me. I was kind of well. Then he was like hanging out with the Bills fans before the game in the parking lot. I'm like, wait a sec. You're he's doing bowling, bowling ball shots. Yeah, I'm this like, you're doing playing both out, sides. Yeah, you put you hang out with Bills Mafia, then you put your Chiefs hat on, go to the stadium, act like a maniac in the box. Do you think that he wasn't again. the Philly? The Philly roots didn't run that deep. Is that what we're starting to question? Like, I mean, you have to ask. I don't know. We're less than a week removed from the season, and you're two different phases. Is house, can we check if his house is on the market yet? Well, his wife, I, I watched that. Allegedly, is a huge Phillies, Philly Eagles fan. So, well, I know, so her her husband played there for thirteen years. So. Well, I think she had a pretty funny quote. I actually respect her. They met on like Tinder or something, and then she's like, "If he ever left the Eagles, I would still one hundred percent root for the Eagles." That's kind of a ride or die. I kind of respect that. Yeah. Well, anyway, what if, do you think? If he, playing, if he was playing for the Chiefs and the Chiefs were playing the Eagles, she'd be rooting for the Chiefs. Let's just throw that out there. Wait, say it again. If he got, let's just say he got signed with the Chiefs next year, 
Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl again. You can't tell me. I don't, she's dude. I don't, Pete. I don't think. I'm, I'm not going to defend her, but so I said she. I really could care less about. It. I'm really embarrassed that I watched it, but he's a cool guy. But um, he is cool. He is cool. I think they're both going to retire. I think that's why he rescinded that, and they're going to announce on their. Pod. I think they're both retiring. I don't know, man. Dude, why? Well, why could, wouldn't? Why wouldn't Travis Kelsey retire? He's got because he could potentially win like two more rings over the next three years with Dude, no, they're he knows that team is too much too too top heavy. You say that, but they're in the AC championship game. Yeah, it's funny to say we said yeah, that like two or three true. years ago about the Chiefs that oh they're not gonna be able to pay anyone after Mahomes gets his deal and he's the they. same age as Gronk. I'm I, I just don't I, I don't think you walk away when you have that opportunity in front of you. Gronk saw Brady declining and Brady is about to retire. Mahomes is yeah. like hasn't even hit his prime yet. It's like why not ride the coattails? Even if you're just like be a Tony Gonzalez where your career declines, but you're still riding the you know the championship wave, getting paid. Like I get it. Like the preparation think, that goes into a season is a lot, but I think it's I don't just, think he walks. There's no. I think it's a bad decision to walk away. Maybe he does. I don't. I don't disagree, but you have to have that DM, like that in your blood, dude. Like some players, like Gronk was just like he was like not a football player first. He was really good at football, but he's like he was Gronk first football player second i don't think kelsey's like Gronk. i think he is a little bit but not to these guys yeah I, I would agree with that i think Kelsey's so good he's gonna be one of those guys that as soon as his game starts to drop off he may retire then i don't think he's gonna drag it out and i everyone, think he's, he's gonna play out his prime and then that's when i could see him walking everyone away. says his game is declining but it's literally I don't think it is. I literally like everything. I have He sucked this year. I know he did, but it was all like passes that hit his hands. It wasn't like he couldn't create separation. He couldn't get open. Like they figured out this, whatever it was. Like it was passes that hit his hand. Like you watch these playoffs, he's dropping balls, which I don't think that's like a decline that. Right. That's yeah. like something you could fix. Like, I, I like go get work on with the, the first machine. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if yeah. he was slowing down, or getting hurt all the time, I would be more compelled to say he's retiring. But he's not doing either of those. He's still wide open half the game. You just got to catch the ball. Yep. Okay. Right. Moving on. Lions, Niners. This is a big game. This is a massive game for Detroit. You have to win this game if you're Detroit. Um, no, I think you could say you have to win this game if you're the Niners, too. Yeah, I was going to say it's the other way. I, think I don't know, man. Must win for the Niners. I think it's must win for Detroit because, like, you just never know when you're going to get back. Like, Niners are going to be good for a while. Lions, you just never know, man. Like, cities like that, like the Browns, and the, like, it's a, I think it's a must win for the Detroit. I think it's a must win for Detroit. I'd say – Who's more set up for success, Niners or Lions in the future? The Lions are way, way, way younger. Lions are way younger. Their guys are way cheaper. Like – the Niners, they talked all this smack after, you know, that they would have beaten Philly if Purdy hadn't gotten hurt and they didn't have a quarterback last year. They bring back the same team. They have all pros all over. You can't pay all those guys forever. No, it's true. Yeah, it's very true. And Purdy's so. going to get a contract in like three years. So yep. like, they got a little window here. Yeah. But, I think Debo, I don't think he's going to play. I, I yeah, they were saying he was still questionable. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I think at least they were talking about it this week. They're like, they built their whole game plan last week around having Debo, and then he goes out in the first quarter and broke their brains. But no, I think San Francisco, you're at home. 
last year even they were on the road this year you're at home it's like there's no excuse for not winning detroit they're on cloud nine right now yeah and i i'll say this obviously you don't know what's gonna happen year to year like i get that and green bay is looking tough who knows what bears do and it's like yeah you never know when you're gonna be back but I'd say Detroit's at the beginning of a window of competing here with some of these two. I agree. I, yeah, I agree with Tyler. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What would have been so crazy? Because the Packers should have beat the Niners. Let's be clear. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Detroit would have hosted the NFC. Home game. game. Yeah. Great. So crazy, dude. Oh, my gosh. And, and Ford Field is a dump. It's like the worst stadium ever. It's a horrible stadium. It I looks bad on TV. It's like, horrible, dude. It looks like imagine a, a, a Lions Packers NFC Championship game. <laughs> no, that would have been so. That no. would have been like whoever. If someone bet that to start the year, it was plus like a million. Like no one would have thought. Yeah, that. Con- yeah. One of them goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, interesting game. Um, interesting lineup. What do you guys got? Who do you who do you like in that game? I think. Kyle Shanahan is the smartest coach in the NFL. Hasn't won anything, but more bigger than Andy Reid. I think Kyle Shanahan schematically is the smartest coach in the NFL. Like blew, blew a twenty-eight-three lead. Got it. He, doesn't seem too smart. He wasn't. He wasn't the defensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, but he also, his Jeez, offense didn't score Pete. anymore after they went up there. Pete, he was the offensive coordinator. I know. I'm saying he didn't blow the twenty-eight-three lead. He got he up twenty eight three. Oh my god! Hey, you put up twenty eight points in a game. You should win that game. Let's throw. That he out. didn't score anymore. That's fine. He just go home. I'm just saying you shouldn't expect your defense to let up twenty eight points in the second half. Yeah, but you didn't score in like the remaining like six possessions. I got it. I'm just saying he wasn't over the defense, Rick. The defense let up the lead. Right, anyway, yeah. carry on, Pete. Carry on. Anyway. I think, coach, 40, I think the 49ers, the only way the Lions win this game, well, one, I think they're playing with nothing to lose. So I think they're going to go for it almost on every fourth down if they're past the 35-yard line in their own zone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like not fourth and 12 or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's literally going to come down to if they execute on the risk they take. Like that's exactly what it's going to be because they're going to take a shit ton of risk because they know they got nothing to lose and that they're – probably inferior as far as roster goes to the Niners and the weapons they have and the defense they have. So Dan Campbell's just going to leave it all out there and he's going to try to go for it. And if those work out for them, they absolutely can win this game. If they don't, this could be a blowout. Like the 49ers could potentially win this game by 21 plus points. If some of those things don't go their way and they give the ball to Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey in their own zone. That's my thoughts, but I think they can win. It's just the way that the cards fall with these, with these plays. I think the Niners win, and I'd, I'd, I'm not sure it's close. I think the Niners been waiting for this game for over a year. I think they're all locked in on this game. They were, you know, they were determined to get back here. The Lions have not been the same team when they played away from Ford Field, so I think that's going to be a problem. And I mean, obviously, Debo is a big variable, but I just think it's the Niners' time, man. But uh, I like what you said about the Lions going for it on fourth down. It reminds me of like the uh, 
ESPN and NBC, like where the, the little pop-up comes up and it says like what the recommendation is from the analytics. Yeah. <laughs> Just me every single time. It says, does it? It. it? says go for it every time. <laughs> I know. Every like, time. Every time. I'm like, where, where pop are these analytics? Like if they're on the 50-yard line like, yeah, or, or further it. and it's like under fourth and eight, it says go for it. <laughs> It's, it's like, like whatever the team's doing, it just agrees. It right. just agrees with that. Yeah. If the puck team's on the field, it doesn't come up. Yeah, they're like, all right, switch it. Yeah. I think we're gonna see something funky, like a fake punt, fake field goal. I think something like that's gonna come from the Lions. So again, just depends how those plays fall. Yeah. I and also we I you know we talk about fan bases a lot. Loki, a really, really, really annoying fan base is the 49er fan base. We have they kind of stick in their corner. They kind of stay in their lane, but they are very annoying. They're all they're like all Oakland A's fans too. They're very annoying. Interesting. I would have yeah. thought they'd be Giants. Giants, Giants, Giants. Yeah, Raider, uh, Raiders and A's, man. Yeah. I mean, Oakland's right there too. So I guess um, they're also they're Warriors fans, I guess. Yeah, the Warriors they're Warriors. Fans. No, they're Warriors not like they're very it's a very annoying fan base. Yeah, and they, they just, and they they're travel. so far. Yeah, they're so far. I was actually when um, I think the Panthers were playing the Niners this year. I was at a, a barbecue place with my buddy after a hockey game. We were drinking some beers, and these Niners fans sat next mm-hmm. to us. They were like, "We just uh, we we flew into Nashville and we're driving to Charlotte for the Panthers Niners game tomorrow." I'm like, "Why wouldn't you just fly into Charlotte?" Yeah, they're not, <laughs> they're not very smart, but dude, they'll yeah. they'll get there. They they'll were annoying. One what I was trying to get to, they were just annoying. And if they're so annoying, and if they, it's in Las Vegas, and like, it, it, and you see, like, you know, the all the Raiders games are always the away, but like, it, it's they're going to take over Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I don't they're just they're it's annoying. Boring. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you right. think, Rick? What do you think is going to happen? We gave our thoughts. I don't know, guys. I go, I go back and forth. I think that I think the the Lions like offense can move the damn ball. P. I, I might disagree a little bit with a, like I don't I don't think they're that big of a like need to take rate. Like I think if they execute just proficiently and run a good game plan, like they can run the ball. Like you know, I think you're not factoring as, in how good the Niners' defense is though compared I, to I, the Bucks. I know it. I know it is. And compared good. to the Rams, like it's a totally different defense. Like, yeah, this is a top is. five defense in the NFL. Yeah, that is true. The Rams wasn't very good, or Bucks. Yeah, well, Bucks was alright, but yeah, it, it'll be different. But um, who knows? We'll, we'll we'll see. I just I hope the Lions. I'm like really rooting for the Lions. I'm rooting for the Lions. Can you, can you imagine this though, Dean? Are you rooting for the Lions? Oh yeah, yeah. Restore yeah. the roar. I think America is all on the Lions outside of the other three fan bases, of course. Like, you're not rooting the Lions. I yeah. You. Yeah. And also, can you imagine this? Like, I mean, this is where long, but if Lions win the Super Bowl, because they're all Michigan fans. Yeah, pretty wild. And they're all they're all Pistons fans, so they, they can Ooh. they can eat that out. But Michigan and Detroit, I mean that that's crazy. Good for them, though. All right, moving on. Um, speaking of Michigan, Michigan's looking for a new coach. Um, Jim Harbaugh, pretty much like the last three years, has like flirted with the NFL. Finally, takes a job in San, excuse me, LA. Um, pretty, pretty interesting. First time a coach has left after winning a national championship since uh, Tom Landry at Nebraska. I think that was him. Uh, that's a little stat. 
Um, pretty interesting that he leaves amidst Big Ten allegations, potentially avoiding further suspensions, penalties, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, boys, leaving on the top on your own accord, riding into that California sunset is pretty nice. Yeah, I think he's walking into a good situation too, right? Like you got the quarterback in place. Like there's obviously holes on that team, or they wouldn't have been what five or six and eleven. But I lost off by field goal. I know, I know. But you got you got your quarterback. You got weapons if they could stay healthy. Um, I think they need someone like Harbaugh. That division's crazy, man. You think about if you're a Raiders fan, and hey, nothing against Antonio Pierce, but. The coaches you got to play twice a year are Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and, and Harbaugh. Like, that is a daunting six games every year when you got to go game plan against those three guys. So, I just feel bad for the Chargers because there's such an afterthought in in LA now. It's like, yeah. I mean, Rick just now forgot that they're in that they're no longer in San Diego, and I feel like that's a lot that happens all the time. But they don't like, have a fan base because all the San Diego people hate them for leaving. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like in LA, you have Rams and Raiders. The Raiders are the second team, not the, not the Chargers. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? That the Chargers like go make a run to the Super Bowl. LA is such a flimsy fan base. They're all going to be rooting for the Chargers. Yeah. They probably will. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say this. I, I, you know, we can, not much else to talk about hardball. We, we wish him well. Speaking of my take about, us connecting with this fan base slash city, Antonio Pierce. Oh, I love this hire. I it's my favorite hire of the season thus far. Like, did you guys see the clip of him walking off the last game? It, it was like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I don't even know if they won the game, but he like the Raiders fans were rabid. They were like, like they loved it. Like I love, I love when just a guy just can connect. Antonio Pierce, dude. He's he's a dude. He's young. He probably doesn't really know how to coach, uh, but that doesn't really matter because that's why you get guys around you that can. But the players love him, um, dude. The rate, like the Raiders, hey, that's it's cool. They 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 got their guy. I saw something interesting because um, Antonio Pierce, longtime New York Giant, was on the one Super Bowl team under Coughlin. Yep. Um, I think he was a captain of the defense, but apparently Tom Coughlin's pulling a lot of strings behind the scenes for him. He's like a special really? ad, special coaching advisor. He's not like a GM, but he's yeah. He was like that for the Jags, wasn't he? Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, but I think yeah, I think he's he's. I don't know if he's helping with the game plan or what, because maybe Antonio Pierce isn't there yet as a coach. But they hired him as like some special coaching advisor for him to close out this year, and I guess into next year too. So I was like, huh, that's, that's not pretty cool talked about it all. Yeah, where'd you hear that? I just read it somewhere. I don't even know. So, I wonder. Uh, it was Wikipedia.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Dude, you you should have said that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'll say Please. this. I wonder how long the leash is going to be with him. Yeah. Because I get it. When he's the interim coach, he bonded with the players. The players love him. How long does that last? Because ultimately, if they don't win, mm -hmm. everything else eventually starts to fall apart. So are we thinking like two, three, four? Like how long do you think he gets? Not long. I don't think it's very long. Yeah. He, he needs a quarterback. Yeah, oh, man, that's bait. He what? needs a quarterback. He, what are you talking about? He needs a quarterback. AOC is not the answer. 
AOC is better than like a third of the league. He's not the answer. They're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, they'll probably will make him compete. Um, I mean, AOC came in his third string last year, so. Yeah. AOC is going to be a great backup in this league for a long time. Yeah. You never know, dude. You, you well, just they, never know. I mean, I'll say this. The Colts just went through the deal with Gardner Minshew this year, and is Gardner Minshew a top 32 quarterback in the league? Probably. But if yeah. he's your starter, you're probably not feeling that great about it. Right. That's exactly I, what AOC is. Yeah, I think yeah, AOC fair. falls into that same Serviceable. Same. Yeah. Can Serviceable. win you enough games to be in contention, but not win you enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. Brock Purdy's doing it. Yeah, Brock Purdy and AOC are in different categories, though. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, moving right along, we got to talk. We got to talk about a certain city. Um, we, we we've had a little bit of a gap between episodes, and there's some things that have happened that I, I think I think we need to check check this city, if you will. Um, of, of what's been going on. Dean's actually in this city um, reporting live. It's a city we hold near and dear to our hearts. Love them. I, 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 let, me, let me preface this, and I speak for all of us. We love this city. We care about this city. Mm-hmm. Some, at, at times, I don't feel like we receive the same love back. Preach. Um, that, that's okay. Um, we don't care. But this city is... You know, there's a there's a quote like standing on business, right? Is that what the kids say? Well, you know, we're stand on business. This city ain't doing that. Like they are, they are tissue paper soft. Mm. Um, and so there was a, you know, not to revisit history, there was a ceremony for some bull. I don't even know what it was about. Bulls legends Jerry Krause, infamous GM during the Bulls Jordan era, won six championships. Everyone hates him. Whatever, he's dead. He's dead. Um, you know, what, rest his soul, rest his soul right? right? We would never talk ill will of any deceased. Um, but I guess that, that the, Chicago doesn't have that rule. And so, um, again, Chicago Bulls stink. Like, it is like a halftime thing. Like, I, I can't believe there's fans there. The the fans that were there, his, his, his widow, his surviving wonderful wife, I think she's in a wheelchair. His name pops up on behalf of Jerry Krause, um, his wife. Boom. They, they, they booed her. Um, it's just disgusting. I don't know what the hell's gotten into Chicago. And honestly, Chicago, and I told this to my friends, you do something that cruel and something so disturbing, like that's cursed territory. Oh, yeah. I'm dead serious. That is cursed territory. Not only just for the Chicago Bulls because they're cursed. I'm talking about the whole other six, five or six teams that we need to worry about. Um, you got two top ten draft picks, one of them being the first pick in April, and you're booing. What? And you and you're like, well, do we do? Do we do Justin Fields? Do we stay with? Like they're gonna make the wrong move. Like I am 100 percent certain if they keep Justin Fields, Caleb Williams is gonna be Mahomes. If they draft Caleb Williams, he's gonna be a huge bust. Like Chicago, what the hell has got? Like who do you guys think you are? You won, you know, half your fans won a championship in 16. What the hell are you, the other fans done? Were you inside, and sometimes Chicago Bears fans, sometimes I think they're not living for the season. They're just living for the next draft. I honestly think that. They just, I can relate. I can relate. Yeah, but you're not booing dead people's wives at halftime. Never. I would, no. Jets fans wouldn't do that. Oh, so. And- 
And then justifying it. Yeah, the, well, yeah, you know, what justifying the hell, it. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Like, you guys really need to take a long look at them. Again, I love you guys. This is some tough love. Look, sometimes city to city, we need to look each other in the eye, hold each other accountable, want the best for each other. But you guys aren't scumbags. You guys aren't Philly. You're not New York. You're Chicago. Not Boston. You know? You're not Boston. You you like you like good pizza, and you, you know you have, you know you drink the bars dry. You high five, and you know, and then you lose the game. You go home and repeat. You you guys aren't you guys aren't loser scumbags. So you guys need to get your act together. Start acting like it, or the city's going to be cursed forever. It it it's already been on fire once. Well what the hell's wrong? What the hell's wrong with you, Chicago? I love you. Yeah. All right, I'm done. No one would question here that we are all big Chicago fans and supporters. We want to see what's best for the city. We want yeah. to see the teams be successful. Otherwise, we wouldn't talk about them because the, their teams have been largely irrelevant for a long time, unless we're talking like the fourth week of April and it's draft time. But come on, we got to do better than this. And between the we want fields and you know some of these takes i'm seeing about justin fields and now the jerry Krause stuff i'm we're on a slippery slope here like this very slippery this curse could have some massive outreach like some of these bulls fans are purdue fans so i know I, I, i'm more worried about the purdue season now after this stunt the great fans point. Bowl. like hey it, the the bull if the bears fuck up the pick in april Whatever you know, the, the Bears were fucking up picks before Jerry, but now we're bringing Purdue into this too. Ah, I don't know, man. This could get they're bad. Just, they're, bad. They're not even they're not even remorseful of their own their own people. Yeah, they were playing the the what about game and saying that New York and Boston fans like this has been the starter. Yeah, guy. it's like two wrongs don't make a right. When is that? When is that ever at words? Gosh, and I bet all eighteen thousand of these fans probably think that Jordan actually got food poisoning from a pizza. Dean, I, I don't think there's 18,000 fans there that night, but maybe the, I don't know. I went the to 10 or 11. Few, I, I, I went to a Bulls, Bulls game a few weeks ago, and place is packed. So Interesting. Did they win or lose? They won. They beat the they Hawks. This is probably before the cross. It was before. Um, yeah, Chicago. Listen listen very closely here. And this is from Pete, who's from a scumbag, scumbag fan base. So Listen very closely. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we, we okay. can hear you. You guys have a decision to make here. You continue down this road, it doesn't end well. It does not end well. Coming from one cursed fan base in the New York Jets to mm -hmm. another cursed fan base potentially in Chicago, this does not end well. You guys need to step up. You need to. We might need to get a Chicago person on this podcast to step they up. Won't come on. They and apologize and apologize on behalf of the city of Chicago because you're better than this. Yep. You don't stoop down to the levels of the real losers. All right. Your teams might not be winning right now, but you're better than this. So, so take a long look in the mirror, like Rick said. Have a nice conversation with yourself and ask yourself, are you kind? Mm -hmm. Or are you a scumbag? Mm hmm. And then you start your day and you make that decision every morning until this is fixed. It's like the blue and red pills. <laughs> look, there it's is a decision to, to be made. There is a decision. And look, I'm all for second chances. 
right? I I'm I love giving out second chance, but I need to see change in heart. Yeah. Change in attitude into like a victim's losers mentality of we're just we're just collecting draft picks and our season's you know starts and ends in April. That that ain't the Chicago R no. That's not the Chicago that was built on. No, no, hardworking. They didn't blue build collars. the bean or yeah. the shed aquarium or the museum. That Shit. wasn't built on losers or Lollapalooza. That's not a loser fest. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Rick. That's a good example of Lollapalooza. It's a good one. It's, it's, a, it's a fun time. It's a, it's a winning mentality festival. It's not like losers don't. I, lo I love going to sporting events in Chicago. All of them. All the stadiums yep. are great. It's so you're, just, you're just better than that. They're better than that. They are. Just, like, who, like, who cares? Like, get we, over yours. We might need to take them off their pedestal. You had six champions and you boo it. We, we also have to give a shout out to the Bulls organization for just a disastrous ceremony to start. Like, they're honoring Rodman, Jordan, Pippen, and none of these dudes are there. Yeah, that's the <laughs> craziest thing. It's like, you I think they'd reschedule for when they could all make it. God. It was, yeah, it's just, it's broken from the top, from the bottom up and the top. It's, it's just, it's like a, is broken, but look, I'm I'm willing to, to face the music and say, hey, all is forgiven. I think the curse has been lit. But I think, Dean, to your point, like if Purdue chokes, hey. I, it, there's only one. There's only one place that is responsible. Hand up, if Purdue chokes, it's not because of Matt Painter. It's because of. <laughs> I got one thing to say. There's that's, one person that's, that's not huge. There's one person that's not responsible for this. Do you want to run a bias just so we can validate this? No. Okay. Benny the bull. Okay. Benny the bull. <laughs> <laughs> he that that's a, is, that's he a is hall exonerated. of fame. That's a that's a hall of fame mascot right there. <laughs> Great mascot. Benny was yeah. not booing. Yeah, Benny. Was be not right. Benny. Benny is he is he's off the list. He's off. But this this curse can go. Super deep and wide, and all his Arlington Heights talk and first pit. Like, I've got a little soundbite that I'm going to throw in here after this segment, just as kind of a rallying cry as for our, our support for Jerry and the city of Chicago. Let's get so, this back on track. Yeah, let's get this back. Rest in peace, Jerry. I got you. All right, boys. Um, that was good. I, that, that was maybe the first time we've all kind of been on the same page. That was powerful. Felt good. Yeah. Hey, it just took us uh, a year. A and two weeks. It's not a stick either. This isn't some shtick. Like we love Chicago. Everybody's like, oh, these hate Chicago. Like, no, we love Chicago. We've spent a lot of scenes in Chicago. I've had boots on the ground in Chicago more than I would probably like to over the last year and a half. And it's like I love this city. Great we city, great people. I want yeah. to see what's best for the city. Like we legitimately love this town, but anyway, I don't need to go back into it. Yeah. But all right, boys, um, wrapping up college basketball. We're knocking on March's door. Um, I would say there's two, three teams that are that are very legitimate Final Four threats. The the rest kind of continue to lose. Um, Trade blows every week. UConn. UConn feels very legitimate um, to go back-to-back. -back. 
Uh, Kentucky lost two nights ago, I think. They were they were getting a little hot. Yep. Um, I mean, we can talk about Purdue, man. This team, this team, it feels like feels like it has all the pieces, minus the Jerry Krause curse. But um, it, it feels like we top to bottom, we're like rotating. We got a ten man rotation. Uh, Dean, are there any holes? Nope. The hole is just going to be uh, if we can hold up against the pressure in the tournament. We'll see. Yeah. I'll yeah. say this is the time of year where like college basketball gets dialed up real quick because we're almost into February and then yeah. February you have four weeks and it's March. And it's like, you know, well, we have a leap year this year. Four weeks and a day. Yep. And it's yep. March. Yep. yep. So I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to March. You know, a whatever happens, happens with Purdue. I think outside of Purdue and like you said, a couple of teams, college basketball is wide open. Wide open. Like, we had like what eight or nine of the top ten teams lose a couple weeks ago in one week. Yeah. Wide open. It feels like last year where there could be an eight seed, a ten seed, a four, you know. Um, Dean, let me ask you this from Purdue's perspective, right? We haven't talked to Purdue for like a year. Is there is like there ever been like so much pressure on one team than this team? We're losing ED after it. Graduating a few guys, um, like they're this is the team. Short answer: No, there hasn't been a team that's been nearly this good. And after the disappointment last year, expectations are they're at, at minimum. I don't know any Purdue fan who's not expecting Final Four. And I think if you're not expecting Final Four, then we need to have a talk. Right from because, yeah, and. Honestly, I mean, I'm expecting like if they don't win the national championship this year, I think that they're the best team. So that should be the expectation. But let's not be too over dramatic. They're gonna have some good recruiting classes after this year. Yeah. They have a good team around Edie. This is not the we're all in and then we're fucking tanking for the next three. We're years. not a top five team next year, though. I'd say we'll we'll be top fifteen, which Yeah, top gross. fifteen. I think Purdue plays better. In the past, Purdue plays better when we're top 15 and maybe not a, a number one seed. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. Pete, any uh, – you got your eye on hoops yet or no? Boiler up, man. Let's go. Is our yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> Pete was going to be like, make it yeah. stop. <laughs> no, Pete, Pete's been making money off Purdue. Um, all right, we'll wrap this up. We're very – we're close to pitchers and catchers. Um, as crazy as that sounds, we have like three football games left, and then it's a full dose of baseball and college basketball to, to get us through to September. Let me say this. I just talked about Chicago. Let me call my own city out real fast, specifically the Boston Red Sox. You are a joke of an organization right now, and I am embarrassed, embarrassed to be essentially affiliated with the team uh, I will always love the Boston Red Sox. Um, I don't love management. I don't love who owns the Boston Red Sox. Uh, but we're operating like a joke of a new organization. Everything I read is just we're just it's it's almost like we're they're disintegrating the team. Like we're we're like having an estate sale. That's what it feels like. Um, this is gonna be a tough baseball season for me. Um, but look, we're we're a city built off 
history, excellence, winning. Um, so this this is this is a disaster. The owners don't care. They're more caring about Liverpool and the Penguins and trying to get Mbappe on the on on Liverpool. Um, the 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 Boston Red Sox are like the emails you get to at like four p.m. at the end of the, uh, at the end of your day. Uh, you may get to them, you may not, and you give a half-assed response. So, uh, John Henry, if you're listening, please sell the team. Um, and if you're not going to sell the team, at least uh, cut the ticket prices in half. That I wouldn't hold my breath. Sorry to hear that, Rick. That's all right. I we're about accountability, and you know, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna. Say that to Chicago, I need to hold hold myself and, and the team accountable of, of which I root for. Integra accountability or whatever. Integrability. Integrability. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's wrap up with some picks. You got the records? I got it. So we had a bad we had a bad week. We had a really bad wild card probably weekend. The, guys. Probably the best, probably the best or the worst weekend we've ever had. I went uh one and five. Rick went two and four, and Dean went one and five. Not pretty. Um, oh, oh, I lied. I lied. Dean went two and four. Okay, I was going to say. I was having, uh, let me uh, update that. Not good. That's why we actually had to work our regular day jobs these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Can't quite yet. Yep. Um. That being said, our total records are I'm 33, 25, and 2, the only person above 500. Rick at 33, 33, and 2, at 500. And Dean at 32, 34, and 1. So, not bad, not great, besides mine record, which is great. Um, With that being said, first off, the Cowboys' uh, exact score, 35, 14, Rick. That was way off. <laughs> that was that was a, that was pretty rough. But hey, you gotta take shots to hit shots. That's right. That's right. I appreciated it. All right, I'm gonna start off my picks because I got them lined out here. I'm only doing football, and I think it's the the week of the dogs when it talks when it comes to point spreads. I'm taking Chiefs plus four for the sole reason that if you're gonna give Pat Mahomes more than a field goal, I'm gonna take it. I still think the Ravens are a better team. They should win this game. And getting four points, the Chiefs. Why not take it? Um, they showed last week. I, I, oh man, last week I was so, so distraught on who I should choose. I ended up just throwing a small, tiny wager on Bills minus two and a half. Cause I just thought they were going to win. They thought they were the better team, but, um, and at home. And that bit me in the ass. So I'm not doing that again. I'm not making the same, same mistake twice. For the Lions game, if this line was at five and a half, I'm probably taking the Niners. Lions. Are at plus seven right now. At a touchdown, mm-hmm. I'll take Lions plus seven. Uh, I either think they're going to get blown out or win. I don't think they're going to win. Um, I don't think they lose a close game, put it that way. So give me the plus seven. And then I like the over in the Niners-Lions game. Um, again, I think this goes back to the Lions leaving it all out there, taking a lot of shots. And I think it could translate to a lot of points potentially. So give me over 51 and a half, Lions-Niners. Okay. You got it, Pete. Good insight. Appreciate it. It's simple. It's simple for me. Uh, I don't have any. I don't need any points this weekend. Uh, I'm just gonna take uh, money line, um, Chiefs money line, Lions money line. 
parlay. I do have an exact score for you want it parlayed or single or both? Both. I want three. I want Chiefs, Lions separate and parlayed. Okay. Um, and I and I have an exact score for Lions 49ers. 2413 lines. Oh, under. Okay. All right. You're going to get one of these. If you just keep throwing darts to the wall, eventually you'll get one right. I don't know. These are pretty tough. These are like plus 20,000 bets. So end up with a, pretty, a lot of holes in your wall. This is like 200 to one. So if I get, if I get it right, this is like worth 200 units. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Got to love when Rick busts out his calculator for some of these bets. I'm right. giving the people value. You guys just give boring, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them something that they can't see in that front screen of DraftKings. Yeah, like that defensive player of the year. I yeah. got, I got one. Justin Tucker over seven and a half total points. Nice. Give me Chiefs and Niners against the spread, and then parlay the money line Chiefs and Niners together. So three bets. Chiefs and who? Chiefs and Niners. Mm. Pandering to the fan base. Okay. All right, boys. Well, is that it, Dean? you have anything else? No, no. Locked in. Look, sometimes we got to – from day one when we started this podcast, we have pillars of which we stand on, uh, honesty, loyalty – um, accountability, thoughtfulness, uh, loving, um, and accountability. I don't know if I said that, but it, that's our. We have two pillars for that. We Inte- and sometimes integra- look, integrability, in- integrability, um, honesty. We have a lot of pillars. It's a big house. And sometimes yeah. look, you're, you might be mad at us. You might you probably already shut us off. But if you didn't, we love you. We love all of our listeners. I do have a special shout out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. Uh, Jack Jack Berg had a baby. I'm not gonna say the name because I don't know if they wanted to say the name, but Jack had a baby. Um, future little little cheesehead um, was born the other the other day. Uh, we're happy for him. so we li- we wish nothing but the best in health. Um, sorry that the Packers couldn't pull through, but um, look, we're here. We'll always be here for you all. If you ever want to come on, defend your city, defend your team. It's an open door policy here. Thanks for hopping on the bus with us. We are the Big Rigs. You all are Big Rig Nation. Peace.